Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salente, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. Ah, trends. Ah, nothing going on. You know, it's a, just a, another day of, ah, only the war in Ukraine. United States ramping up war with China, opening up four more uh, military bases in Philippines, sending nuclear, talking about nuclear weapons in, in uh, South Korea. Yeah, it's just a, just another, another day of, you know, everything's just fine. Happy days are here again. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> yeah, it's so sad. And um, this Ukraine war just keeps heating up, heating up, heating up, heating up. And all the repulsivekins and all the Democrats that love it. B.S. Bernie Sanders, a little clown that never worked a day in his life. Yep. Oh, I was against Iraq. Well, yeah, you're a lying little piece of garbage. You support war. You support the, all of them, all of them. AOC, how about FU, you know what? All these people that support the Ukraine war. All the baloney. All the crap that they keep putting out. Well, if we don't stop the Russians before, you know what? Those dominoes are going to keep falling. Oh, yeah, wasn't that the Vietnam War, wasn't it? Yeah. William F. Buckley. Yeah, you know what that F stood for? Those dominoes, stop those dominoes from falling, those commies taking over Vietnam. Before you know it. They'll be falling on the shores of California. Total lies, total hypocrisy, total fear. And we are now, as I wrote in the Trends Journal, the Trends Journal cover, the Trends Journal cover back in, uh, well, maybe I should change the name, Trans Journal cover. Yeah, I think Adam and Eve, they got it wrong, you know. There was another one in there, Eve Adam, you know. Anyway. The cover, February 22nd of last year, two days before Russia invaded. Again, totally imposed to the Russian invasion, totally understand why it happened. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. And we are now in world war. Top NATO spokesman calls for wartime economy. Oh, yeah, great. Isn't that great? Top military spokesman had called for members of the U.S.-led military alliance to transition, quote, to a wartime economy in order to increase the production in the defense industry. This is written by uh, WSWS.org. An interview aired on Friday, Portugal's public broadcaster, RTB News. Rob Bauer, chairman of NATO's military committee, said U.S.-led NATO alliance is prepared, quote, for a direct clash with Russia. Isn't that great? A direct clash, clash with Russia. America could beat Russia. Hey, look what they did. Only a 20-year 20 20 war they lost in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, they're going to beat Russia. 
Oh, how about the uh, Iraq wars, huh? Oh, yeah. You can beat Russia? America hasn't won a war since World War II. And this is how they're ramping it up. Ramping it up. And then UN chief fears Russia-Ukraine conflict could turn into wider war. Duh. Oh, well, Salenti, the, the UN chief fears this. So he's the UN. You should look at this clown of a jerk. Antonio Guterres. No kidding. I fear the world is not sleepwalking into a wider war. I fear it is doing so with its eyes wide open. Yeah, no kidding. And where's the UN? Where's the UN? Where is the UN calling for peace? Not a peep. Not a peep about peace and the prostitutes, the media whores to get paid to put out by the corporate pimps and government whoremasters. Instead, they sell hate and lies. Oh, don't believe me? Let's go back to nearly a year ago. And can Putin be overthrown? Putin might be seen as a mad dictator. Who wrote this? Holly Elliott, E-L-L-Y-A-T-T, M-O-U-S-E. CNBC, published Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. This is what they call journalism, huh? If his reputation wasn't bad enough before Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine, that's not journalism. If his reputation wasn't bad enough, hey, hey, Holly, did you write about little Georgie Bush's reputation bad enough before he brought us into the Afghan and Iraq wars that he kept losing, that you prostitutes never covered like you covered the Ukraine war? How come you didn't do that? Why, we're media whores. We get paid to put out by our corporate pimps and our government whoremasters. We do what we're told. Un- not an unprovoked invasion. Hey, hey, Holly, how come you didn't write about how come you didn't write about the Ukrainians killing some 15,000 Russian people in the separatist Donbass region? How come you didn't write about the violation of the Minsk agreement in 2014-2015? The phony Minsk agreement that Angela Merkel finally admitted that they only did it so they could build Russia, uh, Ukraine's military up bigger so they could fight Russia. How come you didn't write about that? Oh, unprovoked? So, you mean the um, the unprovoked of 
moving NATO on the Russian borders. So if we had the Russians up in Canada with missiles aimed at us and the Chinese down in Mexico, oh, we'd be very happy about that. Oh, by the way, the United States is now running maneuvers again off the Black Sea, off the coast of their Russia. So I'm sure if, if Russians were doing big maneuvers off the coast of New York and the Chinese were off the coast of California, uh, who can we put? Let's, let, let's put Iran down in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, everybody would be happy. If his reputation wasn't bad enough before Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine, President Vladimir Putin is now even more widely seen as unstable, unreliable, and untrustworthy. And you go back to last March. All the little clowns that suck up the crap from the media whores repeated this stuff. You know, Putin's out of his mind. He's, he's really going down. Yep. Well, Bush was sane as can be. How can anybody believe that little jerk? The little daddy's boy born on third base and thought he had a home run. That little clown? Oh, you mean 88% of the people supported the Afghan war? Yep. The invasion has prompted analysts and close watchers of Russia to not only question whether Putin has any moral compass, but also his sense of reality, geopolitical strategy, and grip on power. Oh, prompted analysts and close watchers. What analysts are you talking about? Oh, the people that put out the same propaganda that you do? Oh, and talking about stable? Biden, now that's a stable cat for you, man. Yep. Specifically, many experts are asking whether the invasion of Ukraine, which has had unintended consequences for Russia. Ready? Leaving it on the verge of economic ruin. Oh, this is a year ago. They're not on the verge of economic ruin. The people are paying for this. Holly. Look at the cost of energy in Europe, Holly. Well, Salenti, it was only 17, only increased 17% in December. And that was down from 25% increase in November. What's wrong with you? Yep. Verge of economic ruin. Oh, yeah. McDonald's left. Starbucks left. Oh, my God. Bunch of companies left. Oh, I left them in economic ruin. They're becoming a self-sustaining economy. Yep. could backfire spectacularly on Putin, leaving him vulnerable to an uprising at home as living standards fall or a coup led from within by members of his political 
and business elite. This is total propaganda. This is not journalism. But I'm reading it to you to show you how people swallow the crap that the government tells these media whores to publish. Once upon a time, journalism was called the fourth estate. You had the executive branch, congressional branch, and the judicial branch. And journalism was to look over those three to keep an eye on them. No more. No more. What is it? Uh, what are five or six, com- five companies own 90-something percent of all the media. Five or six companies. Quote, the solution begins with naming the problem. The problem is a mad dictator which essentially got detached from reality, 20 years in power, and he's absolutely delusional and ready to do whatever he can to destabilize the global order. Now, who said that? This is one of their experts, Salenti. Vladimir Milov, a Russian opposition politician who now lives in Lithuania. Okay. You mean a guy that hates Putin, that left the country. And people forget B.S. Biden, another arrogant boy, a couple of years older than me, that avoided the Vietnam War, got as many deferments as he could, and loved every war since he's been in power, in government rather, and now in power for 60 years. That Biden said back then, Putin cannot, quote, Putin, quote, cannot remain in power in Russia. Can you imagine if, 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 Putin said Bush cannot remain in power if Obama could not remain in power for the murderous wars that he launched in in Libya. Continuing the Iraq war, he lied his way into office as as a peace president, got the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner and brought us the the. uh, Troop surge. In Afghanistan. Responsible for the death of some 600,000 Syrians, that Obama? How about, how about how about that? How about them destabilizing the global order? How about them being absolutely delusional? I forgot about Bill Clinton. Yeah, every time he got caught with his pass down, impeachment, bombs away, bombs away, bombs away. When all else fails, they take you to war. And that's what we're going to keep seeing.
War after war after war. Yep. This is last year, last March. And they keep putting out the line that Russia's being defeated. They're not. They control 20% more of the country than before they invaded. They destroyed an estimated between 50 and 70% of Ukraine's infrastructure, power and, and water. The country is deep, deep, deep in debt. But this is the propaganda. Just like this Holly wrote, let's go now to December. December 17th. Vultures circling Putin as despot faces coup. Mad Vlad Putin faces pressure in Moscow as the continued failure of Russia's army in Ukraine sparked renewed rumors that former loyalists inside the Kremlin are preparing to oust them. Oh, this is from the front page of the Daily Star. In a further blow to Mad Vlad, this is how they get you hate the person. This is in journalism. There are claims his whiskey-loving foreign minister, Sergei Lavov, is, quote, drinking because he is depressed and is suffering, quote, health problems. This is, this is the propaganda. That was the 17th. Let's go to December 29th. Tracking trends is an understanding of where we are and how we got here so you could see where we're going. The war is at a stalemate. Ukraine's intelligence chief says, oh, if Ukraine's intelligence chief says it, then it must be the truth. Oh, the situation is stuck. Krylo Bondanov told BBC, yeah, BBBC, I can't say it, but it's a BSBBC. Yeah, I'm going to listen to, and it's an oxymoron to call these morons intelligence anything, intelligence, like, like, the, like the American, the CIA intelligence. If, what, what, uh, what intelligence? Tell me the great things that they've accomplished, despite stealing trillions of dollars from us over the, cent, over the, 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 since the end of World War II. And this is the Drudge Report. You know, once I used to like the Drudge Report. I used to get good information from them. Now it's it's again, it's all gone. They're firing everybody. Journalists are gone, and it's the same stupid stories, mostly uh, like three days in a row. And this was the front page, celebrating the end of the year and going into the new year. Year end. Putin alone doesn't know what to do. 
How come this is this is less than a, a war going on less than a year? How come they didn't say Bush alone doesn't know what to do? How come they didn't say Obama alone doesn't know what to do? With their losing wars. Well, well, how dare you say that? We just do what we're told. Salenti. Embedded reporters in bed with the government. They began that with the Iraq war. Everything they reported had to get cleansed first. So that now going into the new year shows you the mentality, evilness, and destruction that we're facing. NATO chief says sending more weapons to Ukraine is quickest path to peace. More weapons, quickest path to peace? Quote, it may sound like a paradox, but military support for Ukraine is the fastest way to peace. NATO Secretary Jen Stoltenberg told the German news agency DPA. Sound like a power, power, like a, like a paradox? Sounds like you're mentally ill. Sounds like you're an evil little garbage boy. A piece of scum. More weapons of death don't bring peace, moron. And from Financial Times, four days later, January 5th, the Ukraine war has completely gone wrong for Putin. Headline. Again, Russia controls over 20% of the land that they didn't have before. They destroyed some 70%, between 50 to 70% of Ukraine's infrastructure. Water and power infrastructure. And they ramped it up. Putin said they would do it when they bombed the bridge in Crimea and the Nord Stream pipeline. And now, U.S. behind Nord Stream sabotage New York Times journalist. The Nord Stream pipeline was destroyed last September by the United States in a covert operation. Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalist Seymour Hersh is claimed. The explosions were planted at the pipeline back in June 2022 by the U.S. Navy divers under the guise of the Baltops 22 NATO exercise, Hersh reported. The journalist noted that he had reached out to the White House and CIA for comment, but both firmly rejecting the claim that the U.S. took out the pipeline was, quote, utterly false. The bombs were detonated three months later on September 26th with a remote signal sent by a sonar buoy. buoy. The buoy was dropped near Nord Stream pipelines by a Norwegian Navy PH surveillance plane, according to the report. 
The operation came to fruition following months of back and forth between the White House, CIA, and military, with officials focusing on how to leave no trace of U.S. involvement in the attack. Quote, the Navy proposed using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force discussed dropping bombs with delayed fuses that could be sent off remotely. The CIA argued that whatever was done, it would have to be covert. Everyone involved understood the stakes, the report read. Yep. As long as Europe remained dependent on the pipelines for cheap natural gas, Washington was afraid that countries like Germany would be reluctant to supply Ukraine with the money and weapons it needed to defeat Russia, he wrote. And that's when Putin escalated the war. He said he would do it if those kind of things happened. They happened, and he did it. So that was January 5th that the Ukraine war has completely gone wrong. Again, tracking trends is an understanding of where we are, how we got here, to see where we're going. And that's why I'm talking about this, to show you how we got here. So that was the 5th on the 7th. It's high time to prepare for Russia's collapse. Ever since Russia's attempt to take Kyiv and install a puppet government failed in the early days of the war, a defeat for the Kremlin in Ukraine has looked increasingly likely. Now, who said this? Foreign Policy Magazine. How about foreignly, foreign brain dead? Foreign from intelligence. Foreign from journalism. Foreign policy magazine? How about foreign policy crap? CBS News. Four days later. Five days. Yeah, four days later. The battle for conflict battered Solodar in Eastern Europe is one of the most ferocious of Russia's nearly year-long campaign, with Moscow desperate for a win. Moscow desperate for a win. Russia's capture of Solodar would allow it to sell a much-needed victory back home after months of humiliating setbacks and shrinking military aims. Total propaganda. They control 20% of the country. Oh, you forgot about Maripol? What's a Maripol? Well, it's like a Yemen and a, uh, a Tigray. <laughs> yeah, we don't know anything about that. So that was January 12th. January 14th, Jerusalem Post. 
Russia's Vladimir Putin afraid of coup will retire in 2023. A source is close to Putin claim the president will nominate his chosen heir this year, according to the British Daily Mail. This comes after Russia's president's popularity is, is in a free fall because of repeated military failures in the war in Ukraine. This is January. The polls that came out in, in, in uh, December show they had an 81% approval rating. A free fall. But this is how they sell hate and fear and hysteria. And it keeps on going, and it just keeps getting worse. Keeps getting worse. And then there's the economy. As I keep saying, when all else fails, they take you to war. And the economy is going to fail, and we come back, we're going to talk about that. And if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 1-888-874-4888. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hello, hello. Well, we're back on Progressive Radio Network. And again, if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 1-888-874-4888. Hey, Gino from the Bronx. How you doing, man? Uh, good day, Gerard. Thankful to wake up today. Yep, I can't hear anything. As I go along, there's I so many I don't hear no Gino. Here I am. Can you hear me? Gerard? <clears throat> Hello? All right, I got you now. Okay. Okay, great, great. Yeah, gr- grateful to wake up today. As I get older, there's so many sands left in my life, Josh, so more and more just giving thanks to wake up. <clears throat> So, Judd, first of all, or second of all, I just want to say uh, I want to give thanks to the true patriots out there that I've been hearing over the various stations, including your own, uh, Colonel McGregor, Colonel Black, Scott Ritter, Phil Giraldi, Tulsi Gabbard, Jesse Ventura, Colonel Wilkinson, who followed the example of General Smedley Butler in honoring and keeping faithful to their sacred pledge, to protect us from enemies foreign and domestic. People forget that second part too often. So that's one thing. Another thing is, Gerald, what is that quote by Aquinas on anger, if we don't get anger? Can you repeat that quote? Um, Let me look look it up exactly what it is. Um, We don't get angry over a just cause. It's it's very immoral. Yeah, it, let me see, uh, uh, anger. Right. Let me see, I get the exact one. Um, uh, he was not angry, I don't know. Um, but that's the gist of it. Those who don't get angry over a just cause, it's an, basically it's immoral, something like moral, that. Moral, right. Yeah. So yeah. another thing is, and all this talk, by the way, I was listening Here to Ralph Nader the other day. He who is not angry when there is just cause for anger is immoral. Why? 
because anger looks to the good of justice. And if you can live amid injustice without anger, you are immoral Immoral. as well as unjust. (laughs) He summed up a lot on that quote. (laughs) Very well said, Thomas, from the 12th century. So there's, there's another quote of him that I think that because most of us have not been taught in our churches or synagogues or mosques to actually experience God, we have heard about God, but we haven't been taught to meditate. You know, they, they completely bypassed that one. So many of us either look to yogi teachers or, you know, uh, various uh, Zen teachers to get an inkling of what it's like to experience our higher state. So Aquinas said, all my writing... And they study him a lot. You know, I'm over here by Fordham. I told this to Father McShane. The first thing I said to him, I said, Father McShane, do you know Thomas Aquinas graduated college at 13? He said, he did. I said, do you know he also said, all my writing that you study here religiously, bringing the Greek philosophy, philosophy up to the Christian, all my writing is nothing, straw, compared to the experience. And it's because we haven't been experienced this part of ourselves that we are all capable of doing horrendous things, especially those in power that get corrupted so easily, leading to these immoral wars. And, and what, what we see goes on. The pipes are not fixed in Flint, Michigan, and 3,000 other communities. We hear no word about Fukushima. Uh, Biden's, uh, his son is paying him $50,000 a rent a month. And, you know, this fellow who's been on crack, weighing it on, on his own YouTube channel, weighing the crack to see if he got gypped, uh, that they got all these classified documents where this son is living. The guy who had invested in 27 virus labs that it was so safe they were afraid it might fall in Russian hands. This whole scenario, I have yet to hear it from the beginning to now why they have good reason not to trust us. When they walked away from the Gorbachev uh, where he gave up, he gave up East Germany, right? They want to take over the world. He gave up East Germany to join West Germany. He gave up 13 countries to have their freedom. Just said, don't move towards us. What do we do? We stabbed them in the back. So nobody comes along with the whole picture. We walked away from the nuclear treaties. We, 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 we like you said, they didn't cover in the news 15,000 civilians killed in the Donbass, who, who, as patriots who saw their own government taken away from them in a, in a coup, they refused to join it. They're being bombed and shot for, for those eight years, 15,000. They're ready to come in with the army, these, these Nazis, to come in and go after these civilians and do them off, 80 to 100,000, according to Colonel McGregor. That's when he stepped in. So we're walking away from nuclear agreements. This guy's shooting missiles uh, into places where there's nuclear factories. They shoot a missile out of the air going into, uh, that goes into Poland. They try and blame it on uh, Russia, so then they could all come in and, and that, that agreement where one, one nation is attacked, the rest coming after it. This guy is a sick man. This country has got leadership that's sick. And we need to hear the real patriots that are speaking out. And I just thank God. And, and also, I don't want to leave out uh, thanks to your buddy over there. Uh, it's uh, doing his... Um, Judge Napolitano, who's been uh, interviewing a lot of the colonels, and Scott Ritter. And Scott gave a talk at a church, a church, the ones that are supposed to be following the, the, the words of Jesus and being peacekeepers. Actually, a church up in Boston, Boston Community Church of Boston, they had Scott Ritter to give a speech. 
I wish that more churches would have these people speak up because they claim to be following the Prince of Peace, and yet they're they're being quiet. And and there's two sins in life, what we do, what we commit, and what we omit. And so I I say to the Pope, wherever you are, send the word to these people to allow these people to speak. You know, there's another uh, man out in London, George Galloway, twice they canceled his peace event and speaking out against the war, even the Ethical Culture Society in London. They canceled him. They they took they, they gave him his money back. Actually, they didn't give him the money back yet in one case. And uh, the people speaking up, the artists, the, the, the politicians, the religious folks. And on the last note, Helen Caldecott, that spoke so wisely about the dangers of radiation that make what they did in Japan look like firecrackers, despite all the suffering that was done. They got weaponry now that people do not really understand what would happen with one of these things coming off that could go. One missile can divide into 10 and hit 10 cities and we're done for it. And she explained years ago how we would melt. The blood would come out of our eyes. What would happen? The food wouldn't grow. There'll be a nuclear winter for 10 years. These rich people, they're not going to survive it. What are they thinking? They got some psychopaths amongst them that they need to clear out because they got children, they got mothers, they got grandchildren. And this guy, the president, he don't even know where he is. He's like Chauncey, Chauncey Gardner in, in uh, that movie with Peter Sellers. He don't know where he is. I mean, it's, okay. it's an abuse to let the so guy much, stay around know. still. Yeah, I, I so hear thanks you. For what you're and doing. I just want to let everybody know that there's an anti-war rally on December, on this, uh, a week from uh, Sunday, February 19th, in Washington, D.C., at the Lincoln Memorial. And it's rage against, rage against the war machine. And, and, uh, and it, it's, it's um, a major event. I'm going to be there as one of the speakers. And Excellent. it's a great, uh, 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 Jimmy Dore is going to be there. A whole bunch of uh, great, great speakers are going to be there. So everyone consider um, uh, uh, going there because it, it, um, we're doing everything we can to get the word of peace out. So it's, you could go to RageAgainstTheWarMachine.com or RageAgainstTheWar.com and um, and you'll be able to see it. So so thank you so right. much. And and the knowledge that you have is way beyond uh, what most people know. You know the details and the facts. And there's another fact that people forget about uh, that um, once upon a time, uh, one of the, the the early presidents of the United States, John Quincy Adams. America goes not abroad in search of monsters to destroy. And that's all we're doing. People have no idea that of the $1.7 trillion budget that was just passed, over half of it, over half of it, goes to the military industrial intelligence complex. Over half of it. And look at the federal taxes that were being forced on us. Brought to you by another warmonger-in-chief, Woodrow Wilson. Brought us into World War I, gave us the federal income tax, and gave us the federal banksters that control our country. And yes, the federal banksters control America 
All you have to do is look at who our Treasury Secretary is, Janet Yellen. Her last job was Central Bank, Federal Reserve, Fed head. So thanks so much, Gino. And Gerald, you're, you're welcome. Gerald, one last thing. You just reminded me. Do you know that when the generals didn't even want the extra money, they gave him $48 billion, And I learned with an interview with Ralph Nader last week on PRN that that's four times the EPA budget, $48 billion. I, I said four times the EPA budget, and they got money that they didn't even want. So we're on a suicidal path, and we need to oh, yeah, wake up. Again, we need to get out there. Again, that is why I hold rallies. I'm fighting. I'm a trend forecaster. I've been at this for 43 years. Best-selling books. Been writing a magazine since 1991. My business is to look ahead, see how the current events forming future trends are going to shape out. Again, World War III has already begun. And now we are on the cusp of nuclear annihilation. And again, they're running these ads on what to do in case an atom bomb, uh, a nuclear bomb goes off. Oh, nobody ever talks about Harry Truman killing a couple of hundred thousand innocent Japanese people by dropping atomic bombs. Why those dirty Russians? Nobody ever talks about that. And when there is peace at hand, and this is very important. As I said, there's going to be a false flag event or a major incident that is going to, or nuclear exchange, that's going to make World War III official. This is from this day in history. So it's an establishment website. History with that big H on it. Why did the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor? Because before they bombed Pearl Harbor, over 80% of Americans did not want to get involved again in the conflicts going on in Europe. World War I had just ended, what, in, in 1918? And now by the end of the 1930s, it's heating up again. America wanted no part of it. So here's, this is from this day in history. On July 26, 1941, President Franklin Roosevelt seizes all Japanese assets in the United States, you mean he stole everything the Japanese had in America? Why? In retaliation to Japanese occupation of French Indochina. Wait a minute. What concern is it of mine of what the Japanese are doing in French Indochina? Oh, and number two, what are the French doing in Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos that you're calling French Indochina. Oh, you mean they're stealing their rubber, their tin, killing people and robbing everything they can? Why, how dare the Japanese go there when the French are in there? It keeps going. On July 24th, Tokyo decided to strengthen its position in terms of its invasion of China by moving through Southeast Asia. Japan followed up by occupying Cameron Naval Base. 800 miles from the Philippines, where Americans had troops, and the British bases in Singapore. What are Americans doing in the Philippines? Oh, you mean the Americans that are now opening up four new bases in the Philippines to challenge the Chinese? 
Those Americans, the Americans that have over 900 bases overseas, try to name them. Why those dirty Russians? And the British base in Singapore? Why, how dare the Japanese go into the British base in Singapore? Don't you know, Salenti, the sun never sets on the British Empire. They can rob and kill anywhere they want. How dare those Japs go there? Then goes on. President Roosevelt swung into action by freezing all Japanese assets in America. Britain and the Dutch Indies followed suit. Oh, the Dutch East Indies? What are the Dutch doing in Indonesia? Calm down, Salenti. The Dutch have every right to kill and steal what they want in Indonesia. So shut up, those dirty Japs. Ready? The result, Japan lost access to three-fourths of its overseas trade and 88% of its imported oil. Oh, they lost 88% of its imported oil? You mean when they import 100% of their oil? They lost three-fourths of their trade, and that's how they make money? have no idea why they wanted to bomb America. I just can't figure it out. Maybe I could go back to school because we're still in kindergarten and they could shove us the crap that they always lie to us about. So they're doing the same thing now with the Ukraine war. And that's why I'm going over these articles. Ukraine says Russia faced its deadliest day in war yet. This is from Business Insider yesterday with over 100,000 troops killed. Oh, where'd you get that number from? Oh, from the Ukraine military. I got to believe them. How about the New York Times? Yesterday, Russia-Ukraine war. As Russia amasses troops in East, question remains about its ability to sustain its offensive. New York Times. Yeah, Gerald, did you hear the Mossad even came out with a report recently that Ukraine's lost the war? And then of course stupid. they have. They, you know, it, it yeah, reminds me, you know, I'm, what, I'm, what, what I'm telling you and the people listening, Gino, is the yes. the propaganda that's being sold that just like right. I just read you the propaganda that they never taught us about in World War Two. I didn't know that the America and the and the British and the Dutch did all that. So going back, this is from the week, the magazine. January 23rd, can, Germany will not block tanks. Can Putin survive? Will Putin survive, quote, his catastrophic war? <laughs> Here. When President Vladimir Putin launched his three-pronged invasion of neighboring Ukraine in February 2022, His goal was to erase Ukraine as a sovereign nation in a matter of days. A total lie by a clown by the name of Peter Weber. I'm just showing you the propaganda. At that time, it seemed like a plausible goal in Russia. But nearly a year later, you ready? Russia's survival. Excuse me. Nearly a year later, Ukraine's survival is much safer 
is a much safer bet than Putin's. Ukraine's survival is a much, and you, as you have said, they've already lost. It goes on and on. This is from I- January 27th. Russia's military chiefs are losing patience with Putin and could soon turn on him in a coup. Business insider. Yeah, yeah, Ukraine, like it. it's, it's one after another selling propaganda about how Russia is losing the war. Yeah, well, that's like BlackRock and all of them wanting to go in there and take advantage of now that the, 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 that they're so in debt that they'll come in and have them in debt the rest of their lives and their kids' lives and their kids' lives. You know, what gets me is this is a country that turned away from communism with Gorbachev. They've come, they're regaining in, in the re, re coming back to Christianity. They did not want to kill fellow Christians or fellow Slavs. And and the thing is, we we allow we we pushed them into a corner. Even the Pope said, "You poked the bear," and when he said something that was right, unlike that's right. Uh, yeah, that was one of the few things love. that he said. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Again, but he also, people he also have, said, look, take, look, people have no yeah. idea. You go back to our Trends Journal magazine when it used to be a quarterly, the spring edition in 2014. An article written by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former assistant treasury secretary under Ronald Reagan of America's overthrow of the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in Ukraine, Victoria Nuland, the undersecretary of state of the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner Barack Obama, her and John McCain passing out cookies in Maiden Square and and in, and in and getting caught on on right. a cell phone telling Jeffrey <laughs> Pyatt, who was then the United States ambassador to Ukraine, F you to the EU, That's we're right. putting Yatsin, this little clown Yatsin yuk, before the Russians could do anything. And the deal the you reason the United States overthrew the government was because Ukraine has been broke since the breakup of the Soviet Union. The European Union called them the most corrupt country in Europe, and they made a deal with the IMF and the EU. They're going to make a deal to borrow money. And and Putin said, listen, I got a better deal for you. I'll give you lower interest rates and I'll lower the price of oil coming in. And and uh, they, they said that Yanukovych said, sure, we'll go with you. That was it. That was it. They overthrew the government. They overthrew the government in a violent, bloody, they killed hundreds of people in Odessa. Russians never makes the news. People have no idea about what happened. But there are more Ukrainian flags hanging up here in Kingston, New York, than American flags. And I'm hated up here. I'm hated. One of my tenants in my 1774 building, the academy, rough draft, closed down. When I had the rally that Gary Knoll was at, Scott Ritter, Phil Giraldi, Judge Napolitano, they closed down when my rally began at two o'clock on February, excuse me, on July 23rd, because, quote, they were closing down because of a political rally. And they didn't want the people that went to that political rally to go into their place and buy anything from them. A political rally, peace and freedom, peace and freedom. 
Right, right. Well, it shows where they're at. You know, Stephen, Stefan Banderas, who these people worship, you know, he was responsible. He was right up there with Hitler, working with him, killed hundreds of thousands of Poles, right. Jews, and Russians. And they got and, and the ambassador of, of Ukraine went to Germany not long ago and put a wreath on his grave. The city council in Kiev sang a song praising him. And this other lady in Germany that just said we're at war with Russia, they didn't remove her. How would you feel if you were Russia when you can't trust us at all? And they claim that, that he's mad? I think they say he's mad because he didn't go in and do shock and awe and bomb everybody to smithereens, women and that's, children. That's the other part, except too. Just the, 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 wait, the Ukrainian parliament, the Ukrainian parliament praised him at his 114th birthday uh, uh, as well. This is the Bandara that you said that uh, has killed... Over a hundred thousand. Hundreds of thousands. Listen, we're going to be getting off the air soon. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you for being in. Thanks for promoting the the rally uh, against war and for peace in Washington with Jimmy Dorn and Scott Ritter and the rest of them coming there. Thank you. God bless. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And everybody, please do what you can to to continue to support Progressive Radio Network. They're they're putting uh, peace on earth, goodwill to all. And if you want to know... You know, the in-depth trends analysis and trend forecasting, uh, the geopolitical and, and socioeconomic trends, there, there's, there's no other magazine like the Trends Journal. You won't find the, the trends analysis and trend forecast anywhere else. So go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, and do what you can to support us. The more subscribers we have, the more we do. This last week's edition was over 170 pages, no ads. So thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks. And please try to come down to D.C. on um, February 19th. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.